You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Swung on, hit high in the air to left and deep. This ball carrying, this ball is gone! It is Dodger debut! Shohei Otani brings them to their feet, a two-run home run! That's what they've been waiting for. I could listen to that all day, and I have. Played it a bunch throughout the show, of course, listened to it live, listened to it afterwards, watched it over and over again. The first of many Shohei Otani home runs as a Dodger. Dodgers win 9-6 over the White Sox. We had that game for you here earlier today on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, it's hour number three, Team Talk, Sam Hauser, Scott Galetti. Taking you up until 7 o'clock tonight. We go back to the hardwood tonight at 7. Notre Dame hosting Wake Forest with no Kyle Filipowski in sight. Let's keep everybody on their best behavior tonight. Don't think we'll have to worry about any shenanigans at Purcell Pavilion tonight, but the the the, the most talked about team in college basketball on our airwaves tonight on 101.7 The Team. Of course, talking about Wake Forest, but Dodgers get this win earlier today, Scott, and Shohei Otani, we, we've talked over the years about what it would be like for Shohei Otani to be a Dodger. Watching him just waste away there in, in Anaheim with that with that team, with that owner, just waste, just melting away, just the prime of his career, just wasting away there in Anaheim. And we've, we've envisioned what it would be like if Shohei Otani was a Dodger and everybody would love him, everybody would be watching him. He would be the most he would he would be the most covered player in baseball. And there's been media from LA, from around the country, from around the world. I mean, everybody's been at these batting practices watching Shohei and in a spring training game today. Like this, this kind of epitomizes what we've been talking about in the value that he would bring to a team that could properly market him like the Dodgers. He made a spring training game matter. He made <laughs> us care and watch. Stop what we were doing to watch him come to the plate in a spring training game. Like this is the epitome of why you want this person on your team. Because whether it's a spring training game in February or a dog days of summer game, everybody will stop what they're doing because he is appointment television. And in our case, appointment radio, appointment listening. It's not even appointment television or radio. The sound of that crowd for a preseason crowd was amazing. And this is a team that has guys who can hit the ball out of the park and have. This is a team that has exciting players. Now, all of a sudden, you put this guy in the lineup. That place was electric today, and that's only the uh, precursor of what is to come for Dodger fans, Dodger broadcast, everything. Uh, I, I'm I'm thinking the front office, Sam, was sitting back wherever they were at the game, in their uh, luxury box, whatever, just kind of saying, wow, you know, we were right. We did this. Just evil supervillain style, just rubbing the hands together. Just <laughs> there you go. There you go. Although I will say, I will, I, I will continue to be on the side of this. This has been a conversation that's come up in the last few months in sports since Shohei signed with the Dodgers. The Dodgers are not a villain. That you can you can hate the Dodgers. You can hate them because they're not your I mean there's of course I mean most people around here 
don't have that problem, but people around baseball, fans of other teams, you can hate the Dodgers because they're not your team and your team doesn't spend the way that they do, but there's still steps along the way that you get to between hating a team and a team being a villain, and I still don't look at the Dodgers as a team that is a villain because like, like there are teams, I mean... The the Yankees are villains. The Red Sox back in the day, the uh, the the Mets weren't. Maybe the Mets weren't good enough to be a villain, but Steve Cohen gives off those vibes because he's on Twitter all the time. But teams that are villains give off this impression of we're better than you, and we know it. The Dodgers just go about their business, and they still look. They still have a lot to prove as well as far as postseason success. But that's where I draw that line of. There's all these people that are calling the Dodgers the villains of baseball now. Villain is just in your face. Is we're better than you, and you're uh, you know na 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 na. Your team doesn't spend the way that we do. We're richer than you. We're more powerful than you. We'll get the best players, and we're gonna tell you about it rather than just go do it. That's where I draw that line. But at the same time, though, that evil just that that evil wry villain smile was on the face of everybody today as that ball went out the yard because it's so effortless too. Like th- that's honestly my favorite part of of the Shohei experience. And it's still not even we're only getting half of it now because he's not going to pitch this year. The hope is that he'll get back to pitching in 2025. But he sends that ball out and you watch this one today and it's just carrying and carrying and carrying and it's so effortless and he and he's going to do that 40 times. At least we hope. At least uh, he's going to be getting used to the National League parks, and we'll see how things happen. But he has such a fluid swing that he's a home run waiting to happen because he just gets it done. He's got such quick hands, such power to put it out of the ballpark. It's going to be amazing to watch, and this is only day one, Sam. Day, yeah, day one for, for him, and... When day two is going to come, we don't exactly know. Uh, they, they even, uh, Rick, uh, Rick Monday and Tim Neverett were even talking about it on the broadcast today. The, the, the plan, the hope, was for 50 at-bats for Shohei over the course of spring training, but that's 50 at-bats between live games and then what they do in the, the fields behind the spring training facility. So we don't know exactly when we'll see him again, but whenever it is, he delivered, and, and honestly, and, and that's part of the that that's part of the experience this year. It, it's baked in for the Dodgers that you're going to space this out with Shohei because he's coming off of the UCL surgery. So you have this re, you have this baked in reason to spread out these at bats anyway. But this is all part of of the experience as well. Like you see Shohei hit this home run today, and now every Dodger fan that's watching that man, like I I I can't wait for him to do this again. I don't know when he's going to play, but you're going to get this residual effects of your uh, of you're going to get fans. I, I mean, yeah, fans are some fans are going to be savvy enough to go look for the starting lineups when they come out before the game, and if he's not in there, maybe they're not paying attention as much. But as we were talking about why this would be a move for the Dodgers to go do over these last couple of years, it was all about these residual effects from making spring training matter to getting people even more invested in this team on a daily basis. And even on days when Shohei doesn't hit a home run, it's just going to make you say, well, we'll get him tomorrow. Like The the, the whole sports fan thing of we'll get him tomorrow and you're going to get him coming back and coming back. Even if 
even in a world where Shohei took his $80 million a year, this was always going to be worth it, and we're already seeing the Dodgers going about this the exact right way. Yeah, and they have to, because the worst thing you want to happen, Sam, is something like an injury before the season starts that puts him back. So you want him out there. You want him to do his thing. Give him a you little tease. Get, yeah, give him a little tease. Get him used to what he's doing. And then uh, kind of shelf him at the same time while he's working out and just get him as healthy as he can be. It's Team Talk ESPN Radio 1017. The team will, the Dodgers will be back on our airwaves tomorrow at 1 o'clock, taking on the defending World Series champion Texas Rangers in Surprise, Arizona, where the Lobos just were the Texas Rangers out there in Surprise, Arizona. We got the Shohei Otani debut today at the plate. And tomorrow it's going to be the Yamamoto debut on the mound. He's expected to pitch tomorrow for the Dodgers. So that's why we wanted to make sure that we brought you these two games in particular here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. They have a berm out there, Sam, that a lot of people sit on. And I can't wait to see how packed it is. You know, people probably get wind that Shoei's not playing, but you got the debut of the pitcher tomorrow. And I wonder how packed that berm is going to be because they packed that place. Well, and even if he's not playing, there I, I guarantee you it's not going to be many. I'm not suggesting hundreds or thousands, but there's going to be people that are going to come to these games just to even see him, just to see Shohei standing in the dugout or standing around somewhere, mulling around. You're going to go because you want to see him in person. No, that's true. And he, it's funny that you just say that. Just to be that in the same place you, as you him. You think about it, it's like, wow, is someone just going to go do that? Yeah, they will. I guarantee you there's a couple they, people they, that they will. Actually, they actually will. Uh, knowing baseball fans, they actually will just to go say, hey, I got a chance to see Shohei. I'm not going to be able to see him. I don't live anywhere near L.A., but I was in Arizona, got to see him. You know, that was pretty cool. Because you're going to do the fishtail thing, right? You're going to tell people, you're going to go, go back home wherever, wherever that is later, and you're going to tell people, I saw Shohei. It doesn't have You're to be, be I saw him play. Pictures and everything else. It doesn't yeah. have to be I saw him play, but you just tell people I saw Shohei, and that's going to be a whole conversation starter. No, that's true. Speaking of Yamamoto and the pitching side of this, again, he's getting. he was the other big free agent acquisition from overseas along with Shohei over the offseason when the Dodgers spent a billion dollars in the span of like a week or two. Part of that whole deal with Shohei and Yamamoto and Tyler Glasnow and so on and so forth down the line. And we haven't been able to really say this for a while. I mean, every time a new Dodger season starts, you always feel like this is going to be the time. This is going to be... They're coming in as the best team in baseball. This is going to be the year where they finally get that World Series in a full season. You're coming into every season with that optimism because that's what every sports fan does. But... It feels like it's been a good long while since there's been this level of a buzz about this team because the way that you spin this is, yeah, it was another disappointing season. You win 100 games and you don't get rewarded for it because you lost in the division series to the Diamondbacks. But what ended up being part of the story last year was just how broken the pitching staff was by the end of the season to the point where nobody... And I mean, nobody and Lance Lynn might even be a part of this. Nobody wanted Lance Lynn on the mound in a in a postseason game against the Diamondbacks, but you really didn't have much of a choice. And Lance Lynn, after one inning, that was the last place on earth he wanted to be too, and that was the last place Dodger fans wanted him to be. But you think about 
all of this coming together now. Shohei hits the home run today, and every time Shohei comes to bat, you're going to think in your head, he's going to hit a home run here. Whatever he does, it doesn't matter. Come back the next time, and you're going to watch him again. And the Dodgers put out this great picture on their Twitter today. of They, they captured this moment of Shohei rounding third and, and coming to home plate and waiting to step into the batter's box was Freddie Freeman, who looked like a six-year-old about to go sit on Santa's lap. I mean, he was just—he he was joyous. He, he was—it was—it was a kid's—it was a kid's smile. And and Freddie's always got this great disposition about him, anyway. But and he already has a home run in the preseason. Here he is embracing Shohei as if he's never hit a home run. Well, because he knows, kind of like that same idea of the Dodgers brass sitting high above the field and just <laughs> okay, here we go, right. boys. Freddie Freeman knows. Hey, I get to bat behind this guy now. Like, right. like what, whatever <laughs> exactly. he do, whatever he does. That is a great point. Whatever because, he does, uh, people don't want to face Freddie Freeman, but they're going to have to now. Whatever he does is gravy for me. You want to walk him? Cool. I get to go up now with a guy on base, or he hits a home run. Cool. Now the pitcher's nervous, and now it's my turn. The guy who already hit sixty doubles last year gets to now. I mean, one of us would would thrive in that spot, batting in the third hole behind. Shohei, and that was, I mean, so so you got that part of it, and then you got, you know, Yamamoto's coming in, and we don't know a, a lick about what he's going to be as a major league pitcher. Everybody with the Dodgers has been very complimentary, but you got him coming in. You got Tyler Glasnow, who was an ace for the Tampa Bay Rays, who, who can right. be your number two, number three. You can put him just about anywhere right now, and then you have, you know, the, the hope is that everybody stays healthy, but you, know, you got Dustin May coming back, and He's the kind of guy that you could put as a, a fifth starter or a long reliever kind of situation. The whole, he's a guy, another one, that you just want healthy, Sam. Right. If he stays healthy. He's going to give you good stuff. And he can be versatile. The hope, Oh, I, I mean, I, I haven't seen anything yet as far as an exact timeline or an exact date or anything definitive whether or not he's going to be ready for opening day, but the hope is that Walker Bueller is going to come back. So, I mean... You got you got Walker Bueller, you got Dustin May, you got Kershaw coming back, you got Tyler Glasnow, you got Yamamoto. I mean, that's five right there of a ro- of a rotation. I, I mean, it's it's been a it's been a minute since the Dodgers since we're going into a season feeling like that's a starting rotation for the Dodgers that you would put up against anybody in baseball. It's been a few years. Well, two years ago when they won 111 games, there was a ton of buzz. I mean, there was buzz all season long. There was kind of the cockiness of, hey, we got the team that's going to win the World Series. Didn't happen. Last year, injuries, little down, uh, you know, for the Dodgers. Uh, Still was an okay season in most teams' books, but not for the Dodgers. And now you got buzz again. But I guess it's Uh, more. uh, Yeah, yeah, real quickly, Sam, to show you how much buzz there is about this team and about Shohei Otani. What are we talking about? We're talking about Shohei Otani hitting a two-run homer to make it four to three White Sox in a game the Dodgers won. And it feels like the World Series. It feels like that was the game-winning home run, and the Dodgers won nine six. That had nothing to do with the actual game, right? But it was a two-run homer, and we're talking about that play. That's what this guy brings to this team: the excitement and the anticipation. The you know we we we've talked about. Hey, uh, you know, and I've talked about because I've seen it happen firsthand. The Dodgers are going to market the heck out of the guy. 
so that's, you know, they're going to get more fans. Uh, they're going to have more sellouts now than they have in a few years. But today's a perfect you're, example you're, of you're, how he markets himself, see, too. You're not, you're not going to see the upper deck empty, I don't think, anymore, like you have uh, even in games where they uh, said that it was a big crowd. Uh, you're going to have people wanting to be there to see Shohei Otani. Uh, you know, kind of like he, uh, fans were there to see Shohei in Anaheim. And that was about all they were there to see. Here they're there to see Shohei Otani along with the Dodgers, uh, you know, hopefully a winning game. Uh, so uh, just the buzz uh, that this guy brings is unbelievable. And, you know, I can't help to laugh that it's a two-run homer to make it a 4-3 White Sox lead, and that's the home run that we're talking about because of who it is and what we expect down the road out of this guy. And because now, because you get to, your imagination just gets to run wild. No, that's what it is. That's a perfect way to put it. It is the imagination. You're thinking, wow, this is his first game. He does this. Uh, you know, uh, what What do we have to expect down the road? He's playing against pitchers that he hasn't faced before, and here's what you get. Uh, the anticipation, just the hopefulness, uh, you, you kind of put it's almost like a kid on Christmas Day. It is because now you're looking forward to the next time you see him and the next time and the next time it's like okay what can Shohei do today what can the Dodgers do today you know but by the way the Dodgers did win so that's a happy day for Dodger fans yeah, but that's, as well I mean it's it's it's, it's still, secondary. It's, it's, it's secondary, totally secondary. <laughs> it's totally secondary. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. He could have uh, he could have done that in a loss, but he does that in a win. So you got a win win for Dodger fans. The Christmas morning part of it was really just Freddie Freeman looking like he was about to go take his first ever picture with Santa. No, uh, I mean I'm well, sure there were is. other guys that we didn't it, see on camera is. that were like now, that too. But, but, but now there's fans that are feeling that. Oh, way. absolutely! Like fans wanting to go out and take a picture, or wanting to just see him, even though he's not going to play. That's realistic, and that's a cool thing. So that's going to be neat for the Dodgers here in the next month or so before the regular season kicks off. Want to remind you that it's always a great day to do something for your pets, and the way that you do that is you go see our friends at Clark's Pet Emporium. Two great locations, either one, whichever one you go to, everybody's super friendly and ready to help you out, ready to answer all your questions. Two locations on Lomas, just off of San Mateo, on Manal Northeast at Wantabo, online clarkspets.com for all your food, treats, toys, just about anything else that you might need, or if you want to go bring home a new family member to hang out with you while you're at home like I did five years ago. Brought a bearded drag at home, and every once in a while, I look at him, just give him a little sup, and he just stares blankly into space. But, you know, hey, there's another living thing in the house, and sometimes that feels good, too. Go see our friends at Clark's Pet, EmporiumClarksPets.com. So the Dodgers win 9-6 today. They're back at it tomorrow against the Rangers. We'll have that for you just after 1 o'clock here on 101.7, the team. And another Dodger debut tomorrow. Yamamoto going to make his first start, or or, yeah, he's expected to start on the mound for the Dodgers. You were just in that stadium, weren't you? Wasn't that, wasn't that where you were for, for the yeah, Lobo that, Baseball yeah, Tournament? I, I was there for the Lobo Baseball Tournament. Like I said yesterday, uh, they have a big cactus, which we all thought was real until my partner who pitched in the major leagues decided one game after, uh, you know, in between games, to go out the center to check it out, found out that it's not real, it's a fake cactus. It sure looks real, but it's sure cool. And uh, if the game's it's on not TV, cool. if the game's on TV, well, it's cool looking. But if the game's on TV tomorrow, uh, the one thing that's kind of custom – Every, every time I've seen the broadcast there, they show that sucker every time. That's like their, their uh, 
you know, their main piece in the outfield. It's like, hey, we got the cactus. We're in surprise. And it's and a I- cool sta- it's it is a cool stadium. And, you know, like I said, they've got uh they got the uh uh the Rangers on one side, they got on, on the right side, they got the Royals on the left side. They just put up a bunch of garb and a bunch of uh uh, mementos for the Rangers World Series Championship. They got a big banner for the Rangers out in center field on the wall now. So that uh, that that city of surprise takes their baseball seriously, and they better the <laughs> with a, if you live there, you're getting taxed. So uh, you better embrace it, and the people there have. And I'm telling you, if they actually took it seriously, it wouldn't be a fake one. Do better, Arizona. Well, do better. Yeah, we, that, that was a yeah. We kind of. Were I mean, look, not happy about that. That would be that would be the equivalent of going to a Miami Marlins game and they have an inflatable palm tree out in the outfield. <laughs> like you can. Like, I mean, there you go. I mean, it's lazy. Go to Target Field and go watch a Twins game, and there's a fake snowman out in center field. Right. Do better. Well, I've played in many media golf tournaments in the past, and I've hit balls through saguaro cactuses. So I know it can be done, but if it's metal, not going to happen. Uh, uh, make make it a thing. Make it a thing. <laughs> right. Go. I mean, nobody has to stand. You're not asking anybody to stand next to it. You're not asking an outfielder to go risk his life losing. You know, maybe poke out an eye because he's trying to jump for a ball and get hit with the cactus. Just put a cactus out there. <laughs> right. Golly. Yeah. I don't know why I get so, I don't know why I get so steamed about that, but it's it feels like a little. I don't know. It it, it just it, it it feels it feels wrong. It feels slighted. I'm gonna put a fake cactus out in the outfield in Arizona. Well, coming up next, we are about a little over a half hour away from a night full of scoreboard watching yes. in the Mountain West. Big night tonight. Five games on the slate tonight, and most of them to varying degrees all have an impact on the future of what's left here for the Lobo season as well. He's Scott Galetti. I'm Sam Hauser, Steam Talk, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team.